break it down, down like this. Yo, 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 welcome along everyone to Team Perfect Workout of the Week. Man, what an amazing series we just had with the Marathon Maker series. I hope you enjoyed going long, going epic, doing these big massive workouts. If you have a marathon coming up, I hope that you're feeling geared up and ready to rock and roll for that. Same if you've got a half marathon or any other big, big long race. If not... Look, you've come out stronger, you've come out the other end with a big old engine, some legs that can carry you through mile after mile. This week we're doing a nice little transition workout, which is a it's a workout that I like to slot in when I can about 10 days before a marathon, potentially before a half marathon as well. It has a little bit of marathon paced work, but also adds in some intensity. So in those last two weeks before a marathon or a half marathon, you make a little switch. Sure, you keep that that race pace stuff going, but you make a little switch in terms of just adding an edge of intensity so that when you start at marathon pace, it feels easy. You've got that kind of increased aerobic capacity. So you've got a lot higher ceiling to work with. Okay, so what is the workout? It is this, simply five times one mile. The middle three miles will be at your 10k race pace and the first one and the last one will be at your marathon race pace. So that means you're starting slower, you're finishing slower and in the middle is where we add that intensity with those three times one mile at your 10k race pace. So all up it's a five times one mile workout, you've got two minute recovery jogs in between, you can do this on the track, you could do this on the roads, potentially on a um, nice sort of gravel limestone chip pathway as well. Fun workout, let's get into the nitty gritty of why and how we're doing it. So why are we doing this workout? Well, as I said, this is a nice sort of bridging workout. It's also a nice preparation style workout before you do a marathon in say 10 days to two weeks time. So it, it has some pace practice. So you'll, you'll start at marathon pace and finish at marathon pace. And so that, that tests whether you can um, start at marathon pace and then also you understand the pace enough to pull it back and finish the workout at that slower marathon pace. It also, we add in that injection of intensity, the three times mile at 10K pace, and that's nothing to be sniffed at. That's a... 10k paces I find always challenging and especially when you're doing mile reps as opposed to 1k reps that added 609 meters is enough just to get you into a bit of an oxygen debt and when you're out there training it's just like whoa this is a long long way you pass that 1k mark and you're thinking oh I've still got a long way to go so that intensity is really key um now why would we do this sort of 10 days out from a from a race why would we want that intensity injected in so as i said before that ceiling um in terms of aerobic capacity um gets raised so one of the things that is reasonably quick to uh, our body is reasonably quick to adapt to 
is improving your your top end aerobic. So let's call that your your VO2 max. So how how much oxygen you can take in and, and process. So usually a few VO2 max type workouts really untap that really quickly. So this workout's not a pure VO2 max workout, but it's bordering on on that sort of world and so we're just adding a little bit of this into the into the mix of your training which will just give you a bit of wiggle room in terms of when you're out there racing a half marathon or a marathon you've done some work at 10k pace you've got the heart right heart rate right up you've got the the breathing really cranking so marathon pace is going to feel easier and you're going to have a little bit of physiology adaptation to uh, those faster paces so how do we do this workout so mile reps for those who are used to doing 1k reps let's just do a little bit of maths get that out out of the way a mile is 1609 meters so if you're working two kilometers on your watch just stop the watch you could stop the watch at 1600 Keep in mind, it's probably going to be about two or three seconds short of where you would be at 1609. If your watch has um, down to the meter, yeah, go on to the 1609 or 16.1. Doesn't really matter. What we're after is just making sure you're locking into around about that pace. So 1600s are fine. Now, if you do this on the track, obviously each lap is 400 meters, so Four times four is 1,600. There's an extra nine meters. So when you're at the start-finish line of a 400 meters, walk back nine meters along that 100-meter straight, and you'll find a little curved line, which is the start line for a mile race. Now use that line and then finish at the the start-finish line. Now in terms of taking splits, I prefer to take them at the point you started at if you're doing the mile reps on the track so rather than adding that nine meters to the first one that just gets a little bit more accurate sure it's getting a bit bit geeky in terms of how we're breaking this one down but that's a little insider tip if you are doing this one on the track um then the other thing we're really trying to do with this workout is get you really tuned into marathon pace. So we're throwing in a few cats among the pigeons. First of all, we're starting bang out at marathon pace, but only for a m- one mile. Now, remember, you should be able to do 26.2 of those. So one mile is going to feel quite slow. So we want to see if you can just lock straight into it when you're feeling fresh, lock straight into that marathon pace and hold it. Then we increase that intensity like I talked about. We've only got two-minute recovery jogs, not a huge amount of time to recover. And then we see, can you pull it back and once again lock into that marathon pace right from the gun? And so I really want to encourage you to use those two miles, either side of the three miles at, at 10K pace, to understand the movements your body needs to make the intensities of that your body's making when it's running at marathon pace so tune in understand what your body's doing get used to those internal speedometers not just the speedometer on your watch and uh, really understand that that pacing side of things the other point that i want to get across is 
those two-minute recovery jogs are genuine jogs. So in the Marathon Maker series, we were doing 1K recovery runs. These are recovery jogs. They're nice and easy, very cruisy, two minutes, just little granny steps, just um, cruising along, allowing the heart rate to come back down. So that's important. That means you can really express that good 10K pace for each of the miles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, so the thought for the week. What have I been up to? What has Hayden Sherman been up to with his running this summer? I haven't, I'm not sure if I've talked about this all summer long. So, where I am at um, is I've had a crazy old summer actually with heaps of commentating, traveling around the country, commentating for Athletics New Zealand and doing some triathlon stuff. And even at the weekend just gone, Easter weekend, I had a reunion with a, a with a band that I used to be in called Moped. Um, it was a band with my two brothers and we used to play, we played for about 10 or 11 years between when I was 14 and when I was 25. So we had a reunion. Um, we hadn't played, like literally hadn't played these songs for f- almost 15 years. So we had 48 hours to practice. So we were cramming <laughs> very hard to try and remember all these songs. It even got to the point at the, the show where we had to have lyrics and chords on on the stage, on a music stand, so we could just check what we were doing. It was hilarious, but the show was actually super fun. The crowd was awesome. So that that was fun. So that's kind of been what's going on in my life. But running-wise, running has sort of taken a back seat to a large extent, but not just because of the busyness of life, also because I've made a conscious decision. So I've, I turned 40 back in February, and when you turn 40, it obviously opens up a whole world of possibilities. So all your PBs, of course, get reset to over 40 PBs. So that's an exciting thing. But also like masters running, masters athletics, all that starts to become a, a thing. So I've I've looked at where my running's at and what I where I want to take it. Now probably there are no more lifetime PBs left in me unless I start doing something I haven't done before, like ultra marathons. But if I want to get back to running near my best and maybe setting some new personal best, I need to lay some good foundations. Now, for me, what are those big foundations? So let me take you back another seven years to 2014. This is when I was training, training very hard, first real year of focusing on the marathon, doing bigger mileage, marathon-style training. I ruptured my Achilles in the Queenstown Marathon that year, and that really put an end to any dream at the time of, you know, going sub-230 um, and really, you know, being at the pointy end of, of lo- a lot of the races here in New Zealand. So that put a massive halt on my on my running ambitions I couldn't run for about six months it took a long time to get back to some sort of fitness and um, ever since there I haven't been able to really express incredible speed or do heaps of track work that faster running so big old handbrake on my running career that's for sure so now that I've turned 40 I've really looked at this and said well what is the big handbrake right now on me progressing my running and really it is this this ceiling this glass ceiling that everyone has on their running and I talk about this a lot on the show it's the glass ceiling of how fast you can physically run all out flat out sprinting 
Now that glass ceiling affects how fast you can run a 200, obviously. It affects how fast you can run a 400 and then it goes on to affect how fast you can run an 800 and a 15 and a 5k and then a marathon blah 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 so it scales back down and one of the best predictors of your marathon time is actually how fast you can run a 200 meter sprint in which is a bit counterintuitive but it's true and so for me if I want to really build a good foundation for running in my 40s I need to get that speed back I need to re-inject that athleticism that explosive ability to run fast sprint hard sprint controlled and be able to chew up a lot of ground very quickly so that's been my goal this summer so probably six months ago, I started just doing short stride sessions, uh, you know, three times 10 seconds at your 5k pace, nothing crazy, pretty, pretty low key in terms of speed training. Since then, of the other day, I did, I think, a six times 30 seconds at kind of like 400 meter, maybe 800 meter pace at the start. Um, so basically into that sprint range for 30 seconds. So I've come a long, long way. Um, but I've still got a long way to go. So now I've got the the quantity there in terms of the amount of, of speed I'm doing in one session. Now I need to check that I'm I'm running fast enough for that. So now I'm going to get to the stage where I'm actually going to do some timed 200 meter sessions where, you know, six times 200 meters, can I hit them all in 31 seconds or can I slowly take them back to where I'm running them all under 30 seconds? You know, one of my goals is if, if I can get down to sort of 26, 27 seconds consistently for the 200, then that really sets me up for running, you know, 54, 55 seconds potentially for the 400 and, you know, close to two minutes for the 800 and then close to four minutes for the 1500 and all of a sudden I'm back to, you know, my best, the the best that I've been. And you just start adding more endurance and more intensity VO2 max stuff as you go up in distance. But first of all, you've got to have that base of, of speed. So that's been my project right now, 2021. It's all about getting back fast, getting athletic, getting quick. Now, how am I doing that? So I'm doing one session per week where I am running fast, and it's just an easy run where I'll do some some strides in it. That's going to slowly tweak over over the time, as I say, and be a bit more structured where I'm actually looking at times and paces. Um, but right now, it's just run fast in the midst of a 40-minute very cruisy run. The other stuff that I'm doing to support that is I'm trying to work on my mobility, ongoing struggle. <laughs> I'm trying to do more yoga. I'm trying to do other cross training that's like I've limited my long runs to 60 minutes and I haven't done any runs for over 60 minutes for three or four months now. So I'm doing cycling, swimming, surfing, um, even power walking on the treadmill. I'm doing other, even some skateboarding. I'm doing other stuff to stay fit, cardiovascular fit that doesn't involve just pounding the pavement out there running, logging miles. So I'm trying to take that pressure off my legs so that they can grow with the, the speed rather than the, the endurance stuff. The other thing that I'm I'm looking at at the moment, I'm just trying to look at my notes. Oh yeah, some plyometrics and drills and stuff as well. So 
adding some spring to my step, adding some power, um, some power through um, that, that quick spark of like a skipping motion, you know, quick hopping, um, and also in the gym doing squats and deadlifts and hip thrusts and all that. So that's where I'm working on at the moment. I'm going to keep going along in this in the next couple of weeks, running 40, 50k a week. And then once I feel like right now my speed is back to where I want it, now I can start adding endurance to that and see where that takes me over the winter here in New Zealand. Hopefully that gives you some ideas on how you can approach your your running. This is one of the cool things about running because you're, you're a scientist with yourself and you learn more about your body and everything that you do. And you can learn to make it do amazing stuff. So be encouraged in your own running to uh, take a step back and have a look at all the dials you can tweak. And on that note, if you want to talk to someone about you know, raising your glass ceiling in terms of speed, going after some new goals, maybe you've entered a new decade like I have and want to set some new goals with your with your fitness, feel free to get in touch. I am open at the moment for one-on-one um, online coaching. So Hayden at tempofit.org is my email address. So feel free to get in touch. It'd be cool to chat about what we can do for you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, and that is us for the week. I hope you get out there and enjoy this workout. It's five times a mile. The middle three miles are at your 10K race pace. The first and the last are at your marathon race pace. Bit of a two-geared workout with two-minute jog recovery between each of those mile reps. Have some fun with this. We will see you next week. Happy running.